come with it. What's good, creamers? What's good, creamers? Welcome back. Episode 71 of the Half and Half podcast. Um, Anything happened this week? No. No? Nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Nothing at all? Nothing at all. In fact, actually, I think there actually no time has passed between the last episode and this one. It just... No, no. A week passed. Oh, just, just nothing? Just nothing happened. Okay, that's fine. What's the, what's the date right now? Um, I think it's November 7th. Yes. November's. Yeah, nothing important happened. Nothing? Okay. okay. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's cool that the world's just chilling out for a bit. You know, oh, everyone yeah, yeah. needs to take a nap. Nothing crazy. Nothing no. crazy at all. So, um, <laughs> um, if you didn't listen to, actually, before we even continue, I yeah. do recommend at least listening to the last, it's, I think around the 30 minute mark onward from the last episode, because we are continuing two hearts, a journey into filmmaking excellence. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, but before we even go, uh, so just tip, go listen to that episode. Also, listen to the whole one. We had a great game in that one. Yeah. Wrestler or porn star name. Fun time. Mm-hmm. But um, before we even continue, I just kind of want to, you know, I, I do want to talk about this King Von thing. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I think, so you want to give some context towards it because you know a little more about him as an artist. Yeah, King Von was a 26-year-old Atlanta rapper. He was just starting to come up. He mm-hmm. was cousins with a, you know, cowboy. C-A-L-D. Oh, cowboy! Yeah, him, him. They were cousins from Double XL. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So he was kind of coming up to. He was like a young rapper from Atlanta. He recently was shot and killed. Mm-hmm. The context of how it happened is still, still kind of like unknown. Really? Yeah, okay. but from what we know, I think it was just like one of those like random scary things that happens. I don't know, but yeah, yeah. it's. I wanted to mention it first of all, like you know, rest in peace. You know, yeah. friends, family, associates, all that. Mm-hmm. Hope it's you know that's you know positive message vibes to them, but like yeah. I don't know, it's become, a, it's like, and I'm not blaming anyone, it's just been like a really disheartening trend, whether it be through like just senseless violence or mm-hmm. drug misuse, we've just lost a lot of rappers, oh, yeah. it feels like lately. Yeah. Um, In these past know, few years, definitely. Yeah, it just feels, you know, whether it be like someone who's been around like a bit, like a Mac Miller or mm-hmm. like newer faces, like, you know, we can go to X, we can say uh, Juice World. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm missing a bunch. Pop Smoke. Pop too. Smoke, for yeah. sure. And I don't Pop know. Pop was, like, 20 years old, too. He's really yeah, young. Yeah, super young. Yeah. And, like, you know, Nipsey, obviously, that's oh, a yeah, huge yeah. one. And I don't know, like, like, I don't even know what the solution is. Like, with the drug stuff, you know, you can just hopefully hope for, like, better education or, like, have the right people mm-hmm. around you to make sure you're right. But, man, I just, I really don't know. It's just, it's just, it's really surreal that it just keeps happening. Oh, yeah, I know. It's really disheartening, too. Um... Especially because it really is a lot of this, I feel like, is because, you know, Vaughn was someone who was coming up from a bad situation that, like, you know, he mm-hmm. he probably um, uh, he probably was, you know, like, I can't speculate exactly what happened. But a lot of these right. times with someone like Nipsey, it seems like jealousy is kind of like what killed him. Some yeah. random guy that was just upset that Nipsey was, you know, Doing making it. Doing. Yeah. yeah, it's the sort of crabs in a bucket mentality where, like, when one almost gets to the top, they pull you down. And yeah. That's just, like, the community, like, and this is not, like, a, a, a black problem. We're not going to go yeah. there. But, because that's not right. It's, realistically, it's a matter of you come from a community, mm-hmm. maybe a one where it's really hard to get out, and then you start making it out, Yeah, and there will be people who don't like that. Yeah, definitely. And that's just, you know, you have to just hope that, like, communities start, like, having these, like, community leaders coming and, like, just kind of explain, helping people get it themselves instead of just... You know, being jealous of mm-hmm. another person. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, man. It's just it's just so random. Yeah, the it's, stuff that's it's just rough. And like then like you know and like what's even shittier is it sets up like the weirdos who are gonna like say it's like a hip hop thing, like it's because mm-hmm. of rap music or yeah, whatever. And yeah. it's not really because like let's like what like with hip hop a lot of it you write about your life and stuff mm-hmm. and a lot of people come from really bad communities and that inspires them to make whatever form of music they make yeah whatever type of hip hop they make so it just makes sense right like if you're coming oh, yeah, yeah. If a lot of hip hop artists come up from a struggle yeah. they come up from a rough community and these things happen in rough communities unfortunately so I don't know man just kind of sucks I don't yeah. I never even listened to his music and I was like fuck yeah I'd heard him on a song or two before he seemed like he was pretty good it's a it's just a shame because like you know just losing anyone that young 26 years old, not fair. Just yeah. awful for him and his family. Especially, like you said, he was just really starting to pick yeah. up. I'm pretty sure he has a kid, too, so that's really ah, sad. That's unfortunate. Um, so, yeah, I just think we touched on that. And, uh, you know, I encourage anyone listening. I don't, look, I don't think we have the clout to encourage anyone to do anything. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I encourage, like, you know, if you've got the means to help make some sort of positive impact on your community or a community that isn't doing too hot. Mm-hmm. Try and do it because you know, maybe if we put more, if more resources and better leadership is in place in these areas, this happens a lot less. But you know, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's the only current news events that I really want to talk yeah. about. I did want to see this though. Um, I see on your desk you have a Mecklenburg County voter card. Is there an election going on? I don't think so. Okay, I was just making sure. I I, didn't, I, I thought I may have like mess, missed something, but okay. no, you didn't miss it. All right, cool. That's just you. Just have that. I just keep it, you know, keep that thing on. Me. I keep that thing on. You know, I got you. All right, that's right, cool. Keep that thing, that registration <laughs> on me. That's cool. Get that's cool. Now, all right. Well, I'm happy I didn't miss anything. Yeah, no, we've definitely not missed anything. Yeah, uh, it's. Uh, it, I'm happy that um, you know, President George W. Bush is entering his 25th year in the yeah, office. You know, good so. for George W. Yeah, W. Shout out W. Um, so are we gonna just jump right into two hearts now? Yeah. You ready? Yeah, cool. sure. Okay, two hearts. Two hearts. It's officially started. The part two. Go watch. Go listen to the previous episode. Uh, two hearts of a wrestler and porn star. Uh, for <laughs> yes. part one of this. For the first heart. For the first part two. I'm talking about heart two now. Okay? Heart two. Heart Is that a part two? Oh, two hearts. Heart, heart two. two. <laughs> that, that, they... That's probably the title for this episode. I don't know. Oh wait. You add a little robot buddy in the next movie. That's Heart 2D2. Heart 2D2. <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst joke I've made on this podcast. Probably I'm so proud Better of than any jokes this movie seems to have to offer. Oh, well, yeah, of course. Okay, so. The only I'm... form of comedic relief is gay sex football and a dude just like <laughs> not leaving class because he bumps into a girl he's attracted to. And then somehow the entire class is already ready. It's like in five <laughs> seconds. Dude, they they are quick at Loyola, apparently, is what that means. Shout out Loyola. So to kind of give like a um very, very, very brief summary of what happened in the first part, if you mm-hmm. already listened to this episode. If you already listened to last week's episode. Also, if you haven't, again, I'd recommend going back and listening to that back half of it at least to kind of catch up. Um they're, they're, the main character, his name is Chris. He was dating a girl named Sam. Uh, they met at college. A bunch of wacky hijinks happen. Mm. He winds up having an aneurysm. Yeah. That's pretty much, if I could like give like a summary in like a very short yeah, amount of time. The only thing of note, I mean, as far as like outside that, I think, uh, what's his name, Chris? Yeah, is from Chris. The Kissing Booth? 
Yes, his ma- the he's an actor playing. Uh, I believe the character's name is Noah in the Kissing Booth. There you go. So for all the you Kissing Booth fans, yes, it's a must watch. <laughs> but, uh, so let's go to Heart Two because we didn't really talk about the second part of Two Hearts. Right, yeah, the so, second heart. Let's talk about this, okay? So we uh, start in Cuba in about the 1990s, roughly. Okay. Or 1980s, 1990s, somewhere around there. They never really give you specific years in this movie. They're just like, Cuba, past. You know, it's like, all right, past, all right. Um, there is a soccer game going on, okay? Ooh, get, football. Just, yeah, a little, oh, sorry, a football. Yeah. Football game going on, my bad, football. Um, and there is this, the, one of the players in the game gets injured, okay? That's tough. Ah, no, I've hurt my ankle or something yeah it's something Ooh, ah coach i need to come out okay. coach is like darn what am i gonna do darn, what am I gonna... he looks at the bench he has like five people on the bench right he looks at jorge and like he's like should i put in jorge and the, like he's like what about like his issue and then the assistant coach is like yeah it'll probably be fine <laughs> he's like all right jorge get in the game jorge gets in the game he immediately steals a ball Goes, scores, then he drops to the ground immediately. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he, the thought quick, process of this coach who was like, ah, Jorge's good, but ah, he's got that issue. Good thinking, coach. Yeah. And then his assistant's like, fuck it. Yeah, why we not? Win. <laughs> we got, dude, he might be our best bench player. All right. <laughs> is this the plot of Madden? I, I really is, dude. Uh, the thing that I really laughed about that is like... Is, he scored and just... Well, yeah, first of all, it was amazing. He scored and hit the ground immediately. But two, so has this kid ever practiced before, I was thinking? Yeah, because if he has an issue, does he get any PT <laughs> at all? Does he like fall like every 30 seconds in practice? Like, is this like one of those things where he's constantly just like tripping over himself? Like, oh no, I'm down. Yeah, and also like... <laughs> so he just knows like I can't play How excited did he get after scoring the... Well, here's the thing. You think it's a heart problem, right? Because the name of the movie is Two Hearts, right? Mm-hmm. Well, actually, Jorge, our, our, our young Cuban friend, uh, has a lung issue. An issue with both of his lungs. Okay? What? Cancer? We don't know, really. <laughs> the movie never actually explains what it is. It's a lung issue that causes you to pass out? It's, it causes him to... Um, it causes him to pass out when overexerting himself... Okay. It causes him to cough consistently throughout his life, and it causes him to like die early. Yeah. So just like so apparently, like they say, like his lifespan projected was to be like twelve years old or something like that. You know. Okay. And then like he just keeps on living longer. You know, by like you know the grace of God or whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to see what lung conditions make you pass out. Yeah. There's. Pro- it's not asthma either. So what I can tell, it's some sort of like developmental issue. Okay. Where I think his lungs just aren't, like, didn't develop to the strength that they should be, you know? Yeah, I guess he might just have, like, like respiratory failure? Something, I don't know. So There's not a specific, okay. Hori's about, like, 16 when that happens. We uh, okay. move to the present day, and he is on a plane, okay? Uh-huh. His family, they, um, well, actually, so he went to college in America after that. His family had to leave Cuba because of the communist regime there. And they were mm-hmm. like, we got to get out of here because, oh, my gosh, the commies, you know. Yeah. Um, they went to Miami. Yeah, they went to Miami. <laughs> You're actually right about that. Spot on. They went to Miami. Um, and they, they're, they've been running a very successful liquor business from there, I believe it is. Okay. Yeah, like tequila, things of that nature. Okay. And Good for them. Uh, he Good. winds up going on a plane for like a business trip. Uh-huh. And he winds up. 
he's like kind of like nervous a little bit, but he sees a flight attendant. Oh just no! Like, he's like, wow. I'd love to get to know For context, her. after the last episode, I did watch the trailer, so I'm vaguely yes. aware of, like, some of this. Okay. So, you know, Jorge puts that Jorge charm on her, and he's kind of just talking. He is the best-looking actor in the movie. Yeah. He's also, honestly, he is the best actor in the movie. I'll say Jorge's actor, uh, Adon, I believe it's his. We not found Aiden. out that he's a TV actor. Yeah. Adon Kanto, I believe his name is. Yeah. And he's done... He's in Designated Survivor, I think. Was yeah. That? Yeah. He's in Designated Survivor, and he also... Oh, he's in... X-Men Days of Future Past as Sunspot. I don't know. So he's a TV actor with, like, bit roles in movies. And... Yeah. He's, he's pretty capable. I'll say that. He's not, like, anything amazing, but he's capable. He's got the experience to be capable. Yeah. Um, so, you know, this this other girl, I believe her name was, or this woman, her name was Leslie. Yeah, so Leslie's, Leslie's the, the flight, flight attendant. attendant. Yeah. He uh, tell, he's, asks, like, if she can, like, sit with him as the flight takes off. Because he's uncomfortable, right? Yeah. yeah, and he's like, can you, like, hold my hand, too? And Leslie's like... <laughs> Well, you move fast. Uh-huh. Like, so they the, the flight lands. They like hang out. Dad, they have the sex place. in the bathroom on the plane. It's, wow. <laughs> no. No. Vasant, this is a Christian movie, maybe. <laughs> it's a Christian movie masquerading as a non-Christian movie. Maybe. We don't know. We still don't know. So uh, they wind up uh, just hanging out in the place that they had landed. And then she's like, oh, I got to go to like my next flight. I'm a flight attendant. You know, so Yeah, that's my job. <laughs> And he's like, okay, I'll like, I guess I'll get your see number you. and I'll see you around, you know. And then he winds up on her next flight. He just <laughs> buys a ticket for her next flight. Oh, because he's horny. Yeah. And then you know he does the next flight with her Man, too. Imagine being so like into like simping so hard for a flight attendant, you just stalk her flight path. <laughs> how do you even do that? Yeah, I have no idea. Because how you even do if that. like like hypothetical, let's say she works for just like. Airline, like we'll just call it airline, right? Schmerick and Schmerick. Let's say there you go. Let's say she works for Schmerick and Schmerick Lines. There's no guarantee she's on every single flight that you take. No, yeah. So how the fuck is he finding her? Well, it gets even funnier too. The grace at, of God, of course. Yeah, the grace of God. So after like they land the second time, they hang out a bit more, and she has to leave again. He takes a different flight to the location that she's going this time, and somehow beats her there too. Even though she was like, "Oh, I have to run right to my plane and leave," you know. They had Denzel Washington from Flight How? I don't know, man. But he beats her there. This and is all, can I just the creepy behavior? Oh, I know. I he's, thought it was kind of creepy. He's too. just following her. He's waiting in the hotel lobby. That like they're having the flight that stayed overnight. His business. Oh, I don't know. Fuck it. <laughs> his dad owns it. He's not running it. You know. He's like, I, you know, I'll take the money and I'll run around. But so he's um sitting in the lobby waiting for her. I don't know how he figured out the hotel too. Like I don't know. If, I this don't know. Man if, like, has an intelligence network. Yeah. By the way, this is all happening current day or not current day. Current day for the movie, which is like two thousand eight, roughly. Yeah. Um. So they wind up, you know, hitting it off. They hang out the island. And of they, course it's on an island. Oh yeah, of course. Or like a beach area or something. Yeah, a sandals. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Um then one of my one of the funnier moments of the movie happened for me where they wind up going to the beach and they're kinda of just like in the water. So you see like them splashing each other a little bit. His lungs give out. No, no. <laughs> he is coughing occasionally here and there, yeah, but no, his lungs don't give out in the Wait, ocean. does she ask him why he coughs all the time? Yeah, and at, fir- at first he's like, Oh no, like, you know. The smoke. <laughs> It's like, oh, I just have a cold. And eventually you learn that he told her, but you never see the fact that he you told, told her. her? Okay. So it's just uh, it's delete, that deleted scene. scene or something. I don't know. Yeah, but um, probably. So they go into the ocean mm-hmm. and they're kind of like splishing and splashing each other. It's like 
So one shot, her hair is completely dry. Splash, next shot, her hair is soaking wet. <laughs> just like she got, like, dunked underwater. <laughs> like he just and then, suplexed her underwater. Next shot, it's mostly dry. In the next shot, it's mostly wet. In the next shot, it's mostly dry. In the next shot, it's entirely wet. What's going on? I, just they they clearly shot the scene like twice, like two or three times. Okay, uh-huh. and they just like spliced together the footage. It takes, but her hair dampness because she keeps yeah. getting splashed. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's they like, kept on dunking. Yeah, just she keeps on dunking her in the water, <laughs> like an aggressive baptism. Just <laughs> what the fuck? So great editing. Yeah, amazing editing. Yes, yeah, based so. on the Oscars giving Queen or whatever that Bohemian Rhapsody <laughs> best editing. This all. Oh my god, that was so funny when that happened. So yeah, so there, I'm not gonna talk too much about like his and her like storyline a ton exactly because it's very like standard and what happens really typical rom yeah rom- romantic drama type yeah you stuff. know oh he keeps like they keep running into each other and they fall in love well, they don't keep running into each other yeah he keeps following her <laughs> like normal rom-com stuff you know <laughs> like stalking and then um so they just kind of go on yeah they just go on and like you know the Throughout the whole time, you know, like, dialogue's a little cringy and stuff, and she kind of acts like she's drunk the whole time, which was, like, interesting, but I didn't get it, you know? And then, of course, like, you know, his Maybe cute... the actress was drunk. Maybe. And, like, I think she got, like, like maybe, like, stopped drinking, like, halfway through the production, because in, like, the later scenes of the movie, she sounds a lot more sober. I don't know why. Well, she's on an island, so she's like, I guess yeah. I have to just be continuously guess, drunk. <laughs> this also kind of feeds into, like, my theory about why this movie's made later, but okay. okay. Um, so their storyline's relatively standard. Yeah, relatively fair. standard. And, like, you know, obviously, his Cuban parents don't approve of the fact that he's dating a white girl, and he's like, no. well, well, take that, I'm gonna marry her anyway. Are they getting married? Marry, that's good. <laughs> marry her anyway. Do they get married? They do get married, yeah. Okay, good for him. Good but the, job, the amazing thing, too, is, so... His his relationship with his parents is something in the Jorge's relationship with his parents is something in the movie that you think is going to get like a lot of attention. Okay, do they kind of set up the little conflict? Yeah, they kind of set up the conflict of just like, oh, you know, like well, they don't approve of the fact that she's da- that he's dating a non-Cuban. Yeah, and meanwhile, Jorge's over here, like you know, just like I kind of want to do this anyway. Yeah, and you think that there might be some sort of like reconciliation or at least a moment where he tells his parents like you mm-hmm. know no i love her and like this is how it's gonna be you know and like you just have to either live with it or live without me or something <laughs> you know but none of that happens you want to know how that storyline ends what? He, his he, parents die he when he proposes to her he's they're like but what she's like oh what about your parents oh whatever <laughs> This is like it doesn't matter. Yeah, and I was like, that's great. Nothing matters in this movie. What a world. <laughs> yeah, what a world. Um, so he. Uh, this is also one of those moments where I was like, is this a Christian movie or not? Actually, because I was still trying to figure that. Yeah, out. a Christian movie probably delves yeah. into that because a bit. I, I want to point out these scenes were running adjacent to um, Chris's scenes as well. Yeah, so like they're like intertwining essentially. Uh-huh. You know. So I'm still like, is this a Christian movie? Is it not a Christian movie? Is it like, what is this? So you're cutting from like Island Jorge yeah. to College Loyola Exactly, stuff. Yeah. yeah. So he winds up, so he's in a, they keep dating and whatever, you know, they see each other. Like, oh, we're going to this place, this place, this place. Uh, Jorge's just milking his dad's liquor money. Basically. Um, and then Jorge and her, you see, are in bed together Good after room. a night of passionate lovemaking which they will not show because it's a christian movie maybe but that's also the thing that confused me i was like is this a christian movie because if it was premarital sex <gasps> oh that you got that 
And also not getting the blessing of the parents. That's oh, well, yeah, exactly. And um, then I was convinced. I'm like, okay, I guess it's not a Christian movie. Okay. But they also don't know. <laughs> it's, 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 it's figuring it out itself, actually. Exactly. It's a religiously fluid movie. <laughs> so, he, um, he proposes. She says mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. They get married. Against his parents' wishes. They against his parents' wishes, which is fine. He's a little, he's a little man. Isn't it it's just funny that the resolve would fuck him. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> there's no, there's nothing. There's nothing resolved. Oh, it's like, I'm just going to do it. Whatever. And when they get married, he passes out. No, 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 actually. I wish, <laughs> but no. Um... They try to have kids. They can't. That's something that they mention in the movie, except it really doesn't matter particularly. Wouldn't he pass out during passionate lovemaking? If it's exertion. It's, this movie's very inconsistent on how this lung condition works. I'll just say that, man. Um, so, like I said, they get married. Uh, his condition is steadily getting worse and worse. He's mm-hmm. starting to like, get older looking and feeble. He falls over on this boat while hooked up to oxygen. And, mm-hmm. like, you know, he's just like, basically, he's getting to the point where things are getting really bad. Yeah. Now, let's cut back to... Loyola. Like, Loyola. Or now, Chris. Okay? So, yeah. that is the second heart, mostly. The second heart isn't as funny as what happens in the first heart, okay? It's a little more standard yeah. and slightly tragic. Yeah. So, Chris, has he recovers from it. He has his aneurysm. But this young man, like, 20, 19 years old, whatever. He's a freshman point, in college or something. Yeah. He recovers. Good so for you, good Chris. Good for you, Chris, you know? Um, so Chris, him and his uh, girlfriend, he immediately proposes to her, and they get married. At 20? Yeah, it happens. <laughs> After the aneurysm. Mar- hey, Marilyn's below the Mason-Dixon. Come on. <laughs> That's true. He, he, got, he got his aneurysm, and he's like, it made me see. <laughs> it's clear to me. That's now. literally basically what happened. Uh, like, that's pretty much what he said. He's like, life's know. too short, man. Exactly, yeah. Okay. So they get married, you know, as, as you do. And his... Uh, um, Gay harem of siblings. It's like, yeah. We're proud of you, buddy. <laughs> There's plenty of fish in the sea, but you, I guess you got hooked. You still don't meet um, Sam's family at all. Really? Even at the wedding? No, not at all. Wait, they're just not there? They're just not there. Okay, fine. It's like, whatever. Th- nothing matters. It's fine. <laughs> just get married. Fuck the other family. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. So, um... Yeah, they get married, and I you just know. realized this movie has like really—it's just like the boys' family is all that matters. Fuck the—that's literally family. what this is. Yeah, because you, you don't even meet um, Leslie's family either. We don't even know if she has one. Yeah, who knows? Um, but yeah, so they get married. Got two marriages. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so then so He's they have put a baby in her. Well, yeah, they have a baby, and like you know, he. I are think they still he, in college? Okay, this is the thing. So. He was a college freshman. She was a college senior when they started dating. Okay? Wait, she's a senior? She's a senior in college. Yeah, maybe of, I forgot to mention Can I just that. say that's slightly weird to me? It's a little weird to me, too, but that's fine. Um, so she had graduated okay. when they were married, okay? I think he dropped out. <laughs> I think. Like, it's very unclear because he starts working as, like, a fireman, okay? Okay. So he probably did drop out. Yeah. So he starts working as a fireman. And, you know, he's just, like, you know, being a loving husband to her, and she's, Because, I mean, like, if you got, like, if you finished college, we would, they would have, I guess, mentioned the time skip? Yeah, yeah. So, we're, like, we're, like, running through, like, I just want to say, like, we're running through years at a time, right? Yeah, now, okay? okay. Meanwhile, Jorge's condition is still getting worse and worse, and he's, like, basically, at this point, he signs up to get a, a lung donor. Okay. And, like, they're t- saying, like, maybe we'll be able to get you one. That's a tough one, because, like, you need someone who really dies. Specifics. Yeah, like, you need someone who dies, but the rest of the body is fine. Yeah. Because, like, you know, people that die in a car crash, they might puncture a lung or The something. lung won't be usable, yeah. Yeah, it's very possible. And he's like, ah, oh, well, you know, we'll see what happens. Try it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, they keep going, you know, it's like, oh, you know, we're do- having this amazing, wonderful married life. Like, oh, 
We had a kid. What did she yeah. do? I don't know. <laughs> I assume they're not they mentioned living some fireman. They mentioned some internship at one point, but I don't know, man. So he winds up getting promoted to like head of the fire department head or whatever. Fireman. And I think I don't know if I mentioned last episode. I think I mentioned that there was like an insane plot twist in this movie. Yeah, you said there was a weird one. Okay, are we getting to it? Here it is. Okay. Oh, no, here we go. He he come he he walks into his house. He's like, you know, honey. I got the promotion, and his girlfriend's like, oh my god, or my wife, sorry. So I was like, oh my god, I'm so happy for you, like, yeah, You're still gonna be underpaid. Yay, and like all that, and like, you know, he picks up his son, and he's so happy, and he's Is like, this yeah. kid, like, a toddler at this point? Yeah, like two, year, three years old, something. Okay. Like, yeah, woo-woo. And then the voiceover comes back. And I mentioned in the oh, last yeah, episode. Oh, yeah, because in the, the beginning voiceover. we see him go to his friend's yeah, house. Yeah, there's, there's voiceovers throughout most of so the So just to yeah. re- refresh her. So yeah. the beginning voiceover, he's like looking out at the ocean. Yeah. And and does he go to his friend's house? Yeah. Or is that a part of the flashback? Well, it's that's part of the flashback. So he, present day him is still on the beach somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So this is this is about to get really confusing, okay? I'm ready. He goes, "Well, at least that's how I thought I hoped it would turn out." <laughs> and you I was like, "Wait, what? Did you not get the promotion?" Immediately, things he starts looking around the room. Things start disappearing off the wall. Photos of him and his wife. Photos of his kid, the furniture, everything. <laughs> and it turns out Chris died of the aneurysm. <laughs> Chris died, man. <laughs> He's not alive. He's dead. <laughs> He's dead. He's been dead. He's been dead for three years in that, in like his mental world or whatever. And this is some sort of fantasy that like he's telling or something. What? Who's telling? His spirit? He's I don't know. He's dead. I don't know, man. I don't know. Because I was gonna say when the stuff started disappearing, I was like, oh fuck, he's dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, so here's the thing, okay? So there, Chris isn't. Whatever. He's in heaven, probably, considering this movie is yes. ideological, whatever. M- maybe religious movie, whatever. Yeah, so he's in heaven talking about how he could have gotten married to the girl. He drops out in his fantasy. Yeah. And gets an, preg- or her pregnant. They get yeah. married early, they, whatever. Yeah, yeah. He's a fire chief. I guess he wanted to be one. Yeah, sure. So, duh, <laughs> you know. Dead. Um, He's dead. You're like, oh, what? I'll get there. <laughs> I will get there. I was like, wait, is Chris... That's not, I was going to say, actually, bleep that. Bleep that in the editing, because I don't want to spoil that for them yet, because okay. I'm going to tell them at the end, okay? okay I'll, wait. I'll try and make some sort of uh, tally. I'll down when this yes. happens so I can... Yeah. Okay, continue. Bleep that. what you said there, because I want to make sure continue. I tell us at the end of that, because I don't think I mentioned it in the last yeah, episode. Yeah, go for it. Um, okay. So, <laughs> he... Uh, so, yeah, Chris is dead. and right. Or he is dying, and his family has to say goodbye to him and everything, you know? And like, oh, so did we go back to him dying in the yes, hospital? Yes, okay. yes, yes. So here's the thing: Have they said right? he's gone, pretty much. Like, he's yeah, gone. they tell them basically, like, we're not going to be able to get him out of this aneurysm. And what here, happens? Is he in a coma? Like what? Basically, he's okay. he's in a coma on the way to dying. Okay. And he, so he he's near death at this point. Mm-hmm. And when he had gotten his license earlier in the movie, oh, no. they made a point to show that he checked being an organ. Donor. He's gonna give away his lungs. So yeah. So as we've been seeing Jorge's health get worse and worse, along with like Chris's life going really well, 
that actually wasn't happening at the same time, clearly, because Chris's life went on like three more years in the head, right? Mm-hmm. Jorge's is all still happening in like 2008 or whatever. One Chris is in the hospital dying. Yeah. So this is, again, this is where things get really confusing, okay? Because, yeah, because like initially you're like, so, because initially they're running parallel. Yeah. As it, so it seems, right? Yeah. So you're thinking it's a three year, it, let's say three years, right? Yeah. Three years of Chris's really nice, you know, very traditional yeah. lifestyle, you know, gets some. Nice, hard-working job yeah. with a great wife and a kid. And Jorge's health is deteriorating for three years. But what actually happened was, this isn't real. No, yeah. yeah. So it's Chris's fantasy for three years and Jorge's just dying in 2008. And yes. then we're back in 2008. Exactly. This is a terrible story. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Why would you run parallel storylines if one is not advancing at the same time? Because this is a Quentin Tarantino movie, maybe. Well, here's or an homage to Tarantino. I don't know. Because like, if you're going to... like. Even then, if it's like a parallel story and one's in like the 1920s and one's in the 2010s, they're still going forward yeah. together. Yeah. He's stuck in 2008 and when we go to fake 2011 and then come back it's to 2008. 2008. Oh my god. So, Chris... At this point, your brain is hurting watching Oh yeah, I, I was like, dude, my jaw dropped, okay? And I'm going to say the reason, like, the reason Did that we bleeped. That, the reason that, the, that wait, we wait, bleeped earlier. Real early quick, on. did yeah. your jaw drop on... Chris is being dead. Yes. Yes. My jaw dropped. I was like, oh my God, we're doing this. I was like, what? (laughs) So Chris is actually dead. He dies. Okay. RIP Chris. We see how it affects his father. We see how it affects his mother, his mother, his mother. We see how it affects his. (laughs) (laughs) He actually has two brothers. I didn't mention the one brother because he's barely in the movie, but he has a scene where he's in front of the bed, like crying. The, the other brother that was like, plenty of fish in the sea, bro, doesn't have any interaction with the, the, the body to say, like, show yeah. that he's sad. Um, none of his friends, really. His girlfriend, who in reality is his girlfriend, but in his dream, his wife, him, his wife, only has, like, two lines for the rest of the movie, so you really don't know how it impacts her, either. Which is odd. Outside of the fact that she's clearly upset, yeah, you know? Obviously. Yeah. So, he's dead, um, and they say, like, yo, we can give his organs off and you know to check it yeah he checked it so if like if you really are if the family's okay with this does the family have to be okay with it or i think that i don't know if this is because he's not if yeah you only get to check that once you're 18 yeah and if he checked it as which an he adult, is 18 if he he's checked 18 it as an adult then yeah. that's his choice really yeah right? so like it's it's like for me here's what i would say like if i like if i died in a tragic way that was similar like that like i said aneurysms are terrifying yeah like they just, you're dead whatever um if, like, I die a similar way, I, I'm checked off as an organ donor. I know that, like, you know, I wish I could maybe give, like, a proper burial and things like that. In that situation where all that's still working, I want that to be given. Even if my family would have preferred, like, we want, yeah. like, a burial where we can see and like, whatever, yeah. you know. I would, I would still be like, no, just give this to help us. Because someone can use yeah. that. So it's a noble thing to do, definitely. Good job, saying. Chris. Yeah. Good job, Chris. Um, so he, like, okay, Wherever so... Wherever your spirit is on this beach. Yeah. So Chris dies, okay? Chris dies. Is heaven just East Coast Boston? Like, I'll, get, I'll get there, this, man. Coastal Massachusetts? I will get there. Chris is dead. Rip. Uh, rest in peace. We see, like, how his family reacts and stuff yeah, like that. his girl we, for, like, two minutes. For, like, two minutes. And then Jorge's wife gets a call saying, hey, we have a lung donor, you know? So, it's fully operational. Yeah. It's gonna be... It's a match. It'll work perfectly, whatever. So... Jorge has a moment where he's like, should it be me? Should it be someone younger, really? Like, you know, it's yeah, like a yeah. fair, like... How he's old like, is Jorge at this Jorge's point? Jorge's probably like 35, 36 at this point, whatever. Oh, I thought he was old, old. No, no, not really. He's he's probably at the most late 30s. Yeah, like, maybe 40 yeah, if yeah. happened. Okay. Yeah. I get that's a, you know, that's a noble moral dilemma. Yeah, and his wife basically tells him, like, well, 
that's great and all, but, like, I kind of am going to miss you if you die. Valid. And he's like, eh, okay, I'll do it, you know? That's valid. Yeah. It's like... like don't be, you're 35, man. Yeah, exactly. He's like, you're still pretty young. You're going to live another, like, 30, 40 years. I was like, okay, yeah, sure. You can adopt a kid. Yeah, it's fine. So they go, you know, he goes, gets the lung transplants. Uh, it all works out well. Jorge is fine. Not Yay. coughing anymore. Yeah, exactly. And then, so, Jorge does some digging to find out, like, if he could, like, write the person that, you know... His family gave, or The what? family to tell him, like, hey, your son saved my life, and, like, I'm sorry that he died, you know? Yeah. Um, so, they... Uh, so he, he writes that, and the thing is, the, the hospital's because of, like, HIPAA stuff and everything. They're not allowed to tell you, like, who wrote this letter. Mm-hmm. They give the letter, and the, the name is, like, blacked out and everything, mm-hmm. except the dad of Chris holds it up to, like, a light and is able to kind of, like, make it out, you know, and he's, like, gets, sees through it. Good job, hospital. What yeah. the fuck did they use? Whiteout? I don't know, man. But, like, literally, like, a Sharpie marker, I think. He's able to hold it up. He's like, hey, honey, look. I figured it out. Look who it is. You know? Why do you care? Yeah, well, he's, he just wanted to know, honestly, you know. <laughs> So now we're approaching the end of the movie. Okay, okay so they read it. They probably feel nice still yeah. just a little bit to know this. And they organize out. a meeting with Jorge and his wife, too, to kind of be like, you know, I want to meet the person that my, my son. son saved, essentially. Yeah. And along with... Uh, Does the girl go with them? Yeah, yeah. But she doesn't say anything. <laughs> Legitimately, I think she may have said, like, hi. I like that was it. Um, they wind up going on. They meet... They go on Jorge's expensive boat that, you know, like he what, owns. that he owns because his fa- his family has liquor money. They're big liquor. Big liquor. And um, they, this is when, you know how I said there's a boat. We cut to the beach. Chris is standing there. On the beach watching. Dressed in white. Watching the boat. Watching. Giving one last narration about like, you know. In the beginning, this do is, we see the boat? Yeah, you do. Yeah. And from like the distance? Yeah. Okay. So he's like, you know, Wow. Maybe this isn't how my life, like, I would have planned it, but at least, like, you know, my life made a difference. And he walks off, and he just disappears. Like, you see him, like, fade into gone. The dust. And the, the the twist, the biggest twist, honestly. Does the movie not end? No, no, the movie's over. But at the end of the movie, I was like, oh my god, that was insane. And it becomes more insane, because the thing I had the song beep out, it is based on a true story. And by that, I mean, the, I, when I th- thought that at first, I was like, oh, does that mean, like, this is about, like, the countless of people who have saved lives through organ donations? Is this Jorge? This is, like, about two real people. Wait, what? This is, Jorge set up a foundation to, like, help with, like, donations and stuff like That's that. Nice. Organs, which is nice in real life. And, like, so there is an actual Chris who died. Is, I assume, are these real names or are they? I don't know. I, Jorge, I think, is a real name. I don't know about Chris or anything. Jorge's probably still alive. Yeah, yeah. Chris is an actual person who died. Okay. Now imagine if you're Chris's family and they, you get told, like, we want to make a movie about your kid and his sacrifice. And you're like, oh my God, that's amazing. Because I was thinking, I was like, you know, even if this movie's awful, at least Chris's family has, like, something that can be like, our son's sacrifice is immortalized. However, and in a foundation, too. Yeah, in a foundation, yeah. However, <laughs> imagine you're watching this movie with, Chris, like, Chris's family's watching the movie and Chris gets the aneurysm that killed him in real life. And then he just survives. Oh no! I yeah, oh, no. yeah, yeah, man. Oh. Yeah. Oh, why? And you have to watch him be alive and have a happy fantasy life he never got to have. Yeah. And imagine his girlfriend's family like, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's what it would have been like, of course. 
Uh, and then you have to go back and watch him die again. So I am wondering if like this stuff about like being the fire. I wonder if that's like they asked his family. What I don't know. Chris I don't know, do. man. I don't know. What if they were like Chris wanted to be a fucking like accountant? Or yeah, it's like he was studying finance. <laughs> what? I thought he was studying fire. <laughs> I saw an fi word. And I thought it was fire. And he became a be fireman. Cool, <laughs> That'd be cool if he was a fireman. And then his his brothers like, when did we? When did we have? When did we play football? With oil? <laughs> what? Yeah. Wait. What? When did we have sex? Wait. We never. I never had sex with my brother. Ew. I never sent too many fish in the sea. <laughs> I'm. I've been a monogamous man since high school. Wait. I've had one girlfriend since high school. <laughs> That's all. Right. Yeah. So is it? So is there like a book about their thing? Or is I don't it just the think real so. story. Yeah. Of... The real story of this guy Chris who. You died. Did you look up to see if Jorge's real? Jorge's real. Yeah, like they, like they said in the end, they give you information about the organizational link, whatever, you know, things like that. So he's real, okay? Um, so that is two hearts. And, I, okay, I guess, because you know how movies do, like, their launch thing, and they have yeah. to, if it's based on a real story, they'll bring the real story people in. Yeah. For the, I don't know if they did that for this. I have no idea. Because of pandemic. Yeah. Because I just... <laughs> I want to see Chris, just Chris's heartbroken fa- no Chris's family going in the movie really excited and then they see it and they're like oh my god oh my god they just can't sleep for months so Vasan, I have one explanation essentially for how this movie was made okay with liquor money well no I guarantee this is a money laundering scheme <laughs> you want to know what, you want to know what the budget for this movie is because I think I held off telling you on the budget too. We talked about how it didn't make any money. Yeah, so far it's only made like a million dollars in the box office. If if by everything I've told you, what would you think the budget was? Probably like I don't know. It feels like a cheap movie. Like Jorge's yeah. story is probably yeah. the expensive part. So of like the under movie. five mil or something. Probably because because Jorge, Jorge yeah. like you know the expensive locations, the flyouts, yeah, yeah. all cost money. But Chris is at a university; you can pay. Like, yeah, it's just a couple hundred back. You want to know how much it was? Fifteen million dollars. Why is this movie fifteen million? Fifteen. Why million? This... So, oh, Jorge what? is not just from any liquor dynasty. What? His name is Jorge Bacardi. Wait, real? Of oh, the wait, Bacardi Rum Dynasty. What? <laughs> I guess I think they must have changed the name of it because I, I don't think they said Bacardi. Yeah, his parents are just the Bacardi Rum. Holy crap! This movie's about this guy Bacardi money in it, but also I don't think it had the name Bacardi in it. Well, they probably couldn't because oh yeah, been so much it. money to license that. But the, and again, and, uh, Christopher Gregory is real. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. his name, and he his organs like because the whole body yep. five people have received some form of organ donation. Yeah, they show that in the movie too. They show and it is an adaptation of a book written okay. by Chris's dad. Oh my. god. That's so There's rough. no way he wrote his son. There's no way script. he wrote that part. Oh my god, that's so rough. This is from so a website bad. for moms, but we're gonna because it's the only place that would write about this. Yeah. You keep talking. I'm gonna see if I can find any other weird okay. real life stuff. I am almost certain that this was a money laundering scheme, okay? And I have a little bit of evidence, okay? One, the budget is way too high for the product. The product seems cheap and it seems like outside of a few expensive locations, there's nothing to justify spending $15 million on the production. Uh, two, the producer of the movie, who's never directed before, mm-hmm. is the director of the movie, too. So they didn't even spend money getting a real director. It was the producer. The producer did it himself. Yeah, it looks like direct Lance Hool. Yeah, Lance Hool. Uh, and Freestyle's head of acquisition sounds real excited about this movie. Just so Jorge's alive. He's 76 now. Yeah. Uh, he was supposed to not live past 10 years old. There you go, yeah. 
Uh, he's 76 now. They must have uh, brought his age down for the movie. Yeah, because he lives in the Bahamas now. Yeah. And uh, surgery was in... It's surgery was in 2008, though. Okay, so I was right about that. That, that was a guesstimate. I did Seven it. Wow. hour double lung transplant surgery. Yeah. Uh, he was doing well. Uh, Christopher Gregory went to Loyola in New Orleans. Uh, oh, in New Orleans. Okay, not Maryland. Uh, Tulane University Medical Center. Brain a- ruptured brain aneurysm. He has parents and two older brothers, so that's right. Yeah. Um, why did they write the book? Well, I mean, the dad probably just said... Well, I'm just wondering what the book... So, yeah, uh, keep going. I'm, we'll see if I find anything Okay. Else. So, the the whole thing feels so cheap, and it all feels like just... There was no way it could have been justifiable to spend $15 million on it, you know? Mm-hmm. Which makes you completely think that they, they juiced the budget of the movie to, like, as a tax write-off, essentially. Probably spent, like, under $5 million on it and pocketed the rest, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, that's ex- that's the only explanation for how this movie. Is it made. has to be. Also, yeah. so there is a. Uh, it's called the Gabriel House of Care, because mm-hmm. uh, Jorge referred to. Okay, yeah. I don't know if they do this in the movie. He wrote a letter. Yeah. He didn't know who it was, so he, Jorge yeah. referred to Chris as Gabriel. Yeah, the yeah, saving angel, yeah. which is why it's called the Gabriel House of Care on the Jacksonville campus of the Mayo Clinic. Uh, apparently, you know, Jorge hangs out. With uh, the Gregory sometimes. And it, it's cute. I find it kind of slightly creepy. Uh, but he says, like, he'll, like, send photos of what he's doing. And he'll call it him and Chris. Because he has oh, Chris's legs. I, I get it. Yeah, that's nice. It's cute. And especially the family likes it. That's nice. The final version of the film made me laugh and cry. Chris's dad, <laughs> Eric, said. Oh, man. I just, I can't imagine how, like, reacting to... Because I imagine uh, his I book was from like a parent's perspective about yeah. the whole situation. Yeah. So I, how did they extrapolate this fucking plot? That's why I don't know. And why'd they age Jorge down? Just get an old dude yeah, to just play. make him hot. That's why. I guess so. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe to make him I hot. I can't believe it's Bacardi Jorge. Yeah. I, I can't believe that. Yeah. I, I don't think they mentioned that name at all. I think they made up a brand. Yeah. Because yeah. they probably, again, Bacardi. You have to pay for the. Yeah. Bacardi's the last name, I guess. But also Bacardi's like Bacardi. It's a brand it's everything that's so this psychotic director <laughs> wrote a movie because yeah. i'll tell you this yeah the beginning mm-hmm. with the him looking out at the boat and then at the end yeah. the boat's real and he's dead yeah not a bad actually kind of decent and kind of cool way of a framing f- device a framing yeah. device that yeah. comes back at the end and you flip it yeah because you're on the boat and you go to chris yeah that's yeah. cool um the Trying to run a parallel storyline where one storyline is not advancing forward in time yeah. while the other one's advancing forward in fake time mm-hmm. is stupid. Yeah. Because it's confusing. Yeah. Because I thought we were in 2011 now. Yes. <laughs> and then, like, doing the back and forth thing is fine. Because that's the thing. If the whole movie is them flipping between two stories, yeah, that's what it's weird if all of a sudden you just stop this one and this one just keeps going yes. forward. Yes. And then... Uh, the weirdest part is they psychotically wrote Chris a fake three years of his life. Yeah. And then said, he's dead. Yeah. What was the point? Yeah. Can you imagine? E- you know what they could have done? Take that out. He dies. They do the transplant. And then the rest of the movie is about like him. You know, he gets healthy. He gets the transplant. He gets healthy. Meeting the yeah. family. Opening up the thing. Like, yeah. there's so yeah. much There's more so shit. much more different things you could have done with But him, you so. made a fake life of this yes. dead kid for his family to watch. Yeah. And then said, oh, he's dead. He's dead. It's ama- It's all Fuck amazing. This movie. 
<laughs> on behalf of their family. On, on top of all this, the acting outside of Jorge's guy is really, really, really bad. And I don't know if it'd be bad. It would be better probably with an actual director. But again, this was the producer of the movie. That Again, this is a money laundering scheme. I'm 100% convinced. It's a money laundering scheme. The soundtrack's scheme. gotta be just... Like, non-existent. Just it's like, like... It's just like... Beat, makeup like, department music. Yeah, exactly. Like, just complete, just... Uh, is everything really bright in this movie? Like, I feel like the... Ah, uh, yeah, for the most part. It's just, everything's, like, just shining the, white The colors. funniest, the funniest, um... Ba- there's also, like, awful shot composition, too. The, the best of that is, um... There's one scene where they're on Loyola's camps. I may have mentioned in the last uh, episode, I forget if I did or not, where they're, like, it's nighttime, and there's just, like, a big street lamp in the middle of the scene, and it just makes, like, it just makes every shot look awful. Because just this big light in between both of them <laughs> while they're talking. It makes every shot look so bad. Oh, that's hideous. Yeah, it's hideous looking. This... It's like, it's like when you, if you took, like, a photo mm-hmm. and, like, you, like, you caught, like, the light at the right time mm-hmm. and it, like, went wide like that, you know? Yeah. This comes off as a failed Bloomhouse movie because Bloomhouse makes the really low-budget horror movies. Yeah, but. That always net profit because yeah, this so was made cheap, on 15 million dollars and they lost money yeah well they're losing money like but again they may not have lost money if this is money laundering yeah if this is money laundering they're like oh and this they only is spent great. two million eggs yeah exactly also so here's my thing right yeah so we were actually fucking around on netflix earlier just seeing how many bad rom-coms they had so many man because they work because people watch them and they're always yeah. like they're, they're always trending they always get a lot of engagement so, Jacob Alordi is in Kissing Booth. Yes. I don't know... And Kissing Booth 2. And Kissing Booth 2. And the soon-to-come-out Kissing Booth 3. 3, probably. No, 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 it's confirmed. Oh. <laughs> they filmed them at the same time, Kissing Booth 2 and Kissing Booth 3. Like, oh Avatar sequels. <laughs> it's Netflix's Avatar facade. I can't wait for James Cameron to guest direct Kissing yes. Booth 4. Um, so, I don't know how much, like, the, the general film industry, like, looks at, like people who start in netflix movies as far mm-hmm. as like their star yeah why did this guy take this movie the I bag no could not have been that good because this is not a big studio there's not a big budget movie they're not paying out the ass for you or anything he, i also completely believed for a little while that this was a movie from like 2015 that like because of the pandemic they were like what did we shelve that yeah. we could just like put in but no it's not this is like made in 2019 about like the development of this movie they were like oh well this movie came out at the perfect time to uplift everyone or something no one saw it Do you feel no uplifted? one saw it it made five hundred thousand dollars through one thousand six hundred theaters and we in the did first the math weekend. that's like 30k a theater yeah no no thirty dollars a theater thirty dollars a theater yeah which is aiden's ticket with concessions and that's not even cool. yeah but i think it's like direct ticket price essentially stuff like that so like it's it's like um no, 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 my bad. It was like 30 people a theater saw it. My yes, bad. that's yeah, what we found That out. was it, not $30. Which is terrible. Terrible. That's one terrible. theater. Yeah, awful. Well, during a pandemic, there's probably, what, two shows maybe? Three? Maybe two. May- like, it depends how big it is. I, there's some big AMC theaters that have like 60 seats and then and whatever. you fit 30. Yeah, maybe fit 30. Between, that, but yeah. Either way, just insane. God awful production. Yeah. Of the- I am flabbergasted at the psychotic nature of making a <laughs> fake life for a dead kid. And making his parents watch their fake kid be happy. Wasn't this the most messed up thing that happened in America? <laughs> this past week? Yeah. 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 This movie. Nothing else happened. You know so. what's crazy, though? Yeah. I am morbidly curious and want to watch it. You now. should watch it. I, 100%, I I recommend everyone should watch it. I've said this. I'll say this. The first two thirds are really, really funny. <laughs> the last third isn't as funny because it's sad watching a kid die. <laughs> 
and then realizing he's dead is yeah because like even when it's poorly done that's not funny to watch <laughs> everything else up to that is incredibly funny it's You're, gold it I, is I, gold i'm just so confused yeah what okay what other movies has freelance studios made i have to see if they've made movies. look up um yeah the they, I, I, apparently that producer's done a lot of things. I, apparently he's been around for a while. I'm going to do Freelance Studios just because that's the one attached to this, but we'll see. Yeah. And then there was also Silver Line Productions, too. Like, that was another thing they had. Um, this might, okay, this, uh, fuck, man. Uh, I want to just go to, okay, we're going to do some research here, but uh, yeah. closing thoughts on two hearts. Like, how do we, how do we? Closing heart, uh, closing thoughts on two hearts. My, my last closing thought on it. Why is it named two hearts? That's what I was gonna ask because it's about a lung. It's about lungs. Yes, I thought this was gonna be about heart condition. Like the guy, had like a heart condition, heart, got transplant. heart transplant. Yeah, no, it's about a lung transplant. It has a nineteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, that's a little generous. <laughs> its picturesque setting is as agreeable as its noble intentions, which I guess it looks nice. Like they're in nice places. Sure. Yeah. But this tra- tra- trekly melodrama proves two hearts aren't necessarily better than one. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Dude, the movie was awful. It's so bad. It has an 87% audience. Score. Well, audiences are seals, okay? They're seals. It was a really great movie, and I love the twist. Oh no! That's a, wait, what? Corinna! Corinna, verified reviewer, what are you thinking? Yeah, I loved when they killed the kid. What? Are any of these particularly amusing reviews? Uh, They're looking- all very good. I, I just like okay, Terrence. Sad movie. Expected different. Two and a half stars. Let's see if there's any other goes. Um, do people? I can't believe people like. This. There's a lot of people that like this. I the people are seals. I've said that. Um, Rice Rogers. I needed a good crime movie, and this did the job. It was entertaining. It had a spin to it that I wasn't entirely <laughs> expecting. Three stars. The best one is I love the twist. Murdered a time team. Predictable ending. <laughs> Nothing predictable about Sweetheart. Also predict- movie it's- dragged. Three stars. Predictable ending. It's based on a real story. What are they supposed to do? Lie? I know. May- Jorge died too. Yeah. May I say this is very funny because like the entire review is predictable endings. That's a negative. Movie dragged. That's a negative. Three stars. Three stars. <laughs> are they just everything else was good? Oh wait. Oh wait. Let me see Arthur T here. Half a star. Okay. Although a nice story. That's true. It was riddled with poor acting, unnecessary scenes, and predictable storyline. It could have been much better if it had been a 15-minute documentary. <laughs> that's like, good, that's, re- good review, Arthur. That's great. A 15-minute documentary. That's so disrespectful. That's the thing. Like, there's a, this actually works better as a documentary than as yeah. a really, 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 really bad just movie. I 100% agree. As a documentary, this would probably be fine. Like, this would probably be like, oh, that's cool. That's a great story. Lance Hool has a brother named Conrad Hool. Oh, yeah. They're both producers of this movie. Yeah. Lance Hool, what have you done? IMDb. This is his first time he's directed. I want to point that out, okay? So everything else he's produced. He's produced... He has, he's not produced for a long time because there's a... He produced two hearts. There's a nine-year gap. Then in 2011, mm. there's a movie called The Cup. Then seven years, there was a movie called Caught in the Act. And then he did Man on Fire, Club Dread, Crocodile Dundee Takes Los Angeles... Uh, yeah, so like I don't understand even how he, he must have gotten in trouble with the mob. That's it. He's like, he needed that money. He needed that bag quick. He's like, too hard. We're gonna do it. It's gonna save my life. It has a twenty nine meta score. Oh, brutal. Yeah. So that is 
Two Hearts. It's a movie. It's a movie. From a technical perspective. Yeah. I'm honestly learning that I spent about an hour 20 talking about this movie total. That is about like 20 minutes short of the runtime of don't, Two Hearts. Don't watch the movie. No, right? go watch the movie. I'm telling you, please watch the movie. Watch the movie with this playing in the background. Yes. Yeah, look, you're, you're going to be in the theater by yourself anyway watching it so no one's going to care. So, you know. You know what this reminds... Uh, I don't know. So, do, the Emoji movie came out and yeah. it flopped. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. Like, it had a really good opening week because, like, kids went to see I it. I don't even think it did, but sure. It didn't? Yeah, I but I know, like, did, they but... were able to at least pull the kids, but then people said the market was going to drop, like, really oh, quick of course. It. It was and it did. The Emoji movie. To the extent movie. where a dude felt comfortable jerking off while watching <laughs> that movie. I don't know if you remember that story. <laughs> yes, I remember that story. So, I'm just wondering if at some point we're going to hear it. Well, someone was caught someone jerking off. jerking off. <laughs> Too hard. Too white? Like, uh, the, uh, I want to see the Emoji movie, how that did. One sec. No, that actually did pretty well. Fifty million dollar budget, uh, two hundred million on return. Yeah, Not I was bad. gonna say because it was gonna make money off kids alone. Yeah, like, young kids liking the colors and the that are dragging their parents to go watch a movie about freaking emojis. <laughs> Dude, that, that's that's the one thing that like I, I I'm excited to be a parent. I I think I may have said that on the podcast before. I'm excited to be a parent. I'm not excited to take him to watch emoji movies. That's that's the one thing I'm really not. The excited trick is for. you got to get him to watch kids movies that are made to entertain yeah. entertain adults. Well, like most yeah. Disney movies do a decent job with that. Pixar movies do an okay job with that. Yeah. If if I marry someone that also likes movies, I'm going to tell her. I'm going to say like once every like two weeks or something, we're going to need to drop the kid off at grandma's like grandpa's babysitter whatever so we can go watch a good movie <laughs> and then we can take him to a bad one whenever we want you know <laughs> are you gonna let your kid watch two hearts god no man <laughs> i want i want him to grow up to be smart <laughs> it this feels like a christian movie like in premise like it'd be so easy just remove a couple scenes and it's a christian movie yeah no it's literally how like a traditional about. like you know God. and you add some like general themes about like you have to have faith you know, it's like believe. I, I still can't get over. It. Why is it called two hearts? Like, the no, I, I have no sense. idea. No idea. Because like, th- it's like, oh, is it because like there's two hearts in a relationship? Well, there's two relationships, so it's four hearts. It's four. Is it because like he gave his heart to save that? Well, no, he gave his lungs. lungs. And, and is two, it maybe two lungs? I guess. Yeah, I was gonna say, is two lungs or four lungs a bad title? <laughs> well, yes, it is. Gasping for air. Yes. Do that. Oh God. <laughs> the breath of life, something like yeah, that. Yeah, breath you know? of life. Take a breath. <laughs> okay. Or just fuck it. The aneurysm? I don't know. I do want to say, the I looked it up on YouTube. I looked up the movie on YouTube, like, Two Hearts Review, and I was like, I found one review that immediately the the thumbnail was just, worst of 2020, question mark. And I have to say. Was it Jeremy Jobs or something? Or? No, it was, it was some random guy. I don't know. Well, shout out to that dude for watching yeah. the movie. All I'll say is, like, I agree. This is, like... Because Cats, I saw in 2020, but technically it's 2019. It's a 2019 release. Yeah. This, out of everything I've watched, all the crappy stuff on Netflix, Hulu, whatever that I had Even to the sit Amazon through. Prime movies that like, come up. Yeah, that I've had to sit through during quarantine and everything. This is the worst one. This one is so bad. Even Falling in Love or whatever? Is that, that, was, that was 2019. Really? Falling in Love is really bad, though, too. It's also great. But the similar way as Two Hearts is great. Wow. Again. I'm not trying to discourage you by saying it's the worst movie 2020. I want you to it's go see it. It's an experience. I really want you to go see it. I beg you, please go see it. Um, and I guess, well, we're at like 55 minutes. <laughs> yes. Uh, we'll, call it, we'll like do something for five more minutes. Yeah. Uh, just to, But like, this makes me wonder. So like, have you not, have you never watched another movie and felt like, I wonder if this is a money laundering scheme? 
Have I ever done that before? Have you ever felt like this movie exists for some purpose other than to just... Let's take a break and I'll think about it. How about okay, that? Okay, we'll take a really quick break. Yeah, we'll right take right. a really quick... Okay, we're back for a little bit. Um, Aiden found a list of movies that have people suspect are just money laundering. Scene. Yeah, so this is a Reddit thread that um they that like someone started. They're just like this is the topic from Docious Magocious, nineteen ninety eight. Shout out Docious. Yeah, thank you, Docious Magocious, for this thread from two hundred thirty three days ago. So still pretty recent. Um, thank you for doing this. Two stuff hearts for, is going to be on there. I wish for r slash movies. Um, I'm pretty convinced. The Atlas Shrugged films were part of a money laundering scheme. Do you know what Atlas Shrugged is? No. Ayn Rand is like an old conservative writer. I know, I know, yeah, Ayn Rand. very very dumb. Um, they People made People quote that uh, it's, not, it's a woman, man. I think a woman. Yeah, I think it is. But yeah. point is, people will quote Rands to try and sound exactly. like they know shit, yeah. and I'm like, I don't think that's a good person. Yeah, but okay. So Atlas Shrugged Part One. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes score of twelve percent. Made less than $5 million on a $20 million budget. Atlas Shrugged is one of her novels. Okay. I believe her. So Can you double check real quick? Just make sure. I don't know. How do you okay. spell it? A-Y-N. Rand. Yeah, her. Yeah, I'm right. There it is, Atlas Shrugged. Yeah, so that's like like her most popular novel, okay? So they just made her books into movies? They made Atlas Shrugged. Is it like a fictional story? What is Something, it I think, yeah. Fourth and final it's novel. Fiction writing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's like stuff that um Apocalyptic version of the last stages of conflict between two classes of humanity, the looters and non looters. The looters are proponents of high taxation. There you go. Big labor. <laughs> Big labor. Just working. government ownership, government spending, government play. It's anti socialist, communist, whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um conservative writing about that in a fictional uh, apocalyptic world. Cool. So Atlas Shrug Part One. Ron's made a score of 12%, so it got panned. And it has a 15 million deficit. Yeah, made five less than $5 million, $20 million budget. Yeah. They made an Atlas Shrug Part 2 after that. <laughs> Ron's made a score of 4%. It got worse somehow. Yeah, made less than $3 million on a $10 million so they budget. Scaled it down a bit. Yeah. Atlas Shrug Part 3. Rotten Tomato score of 0%. <laughs> made less than $1 million on a $5 million budget. So they just budget. keep scaling it down. Yeah. There I guess to hide suspicion. Yes. Um, here's there's one. Uh, here another one. Okay, a movie called A Talking Cat, which I've seen. What that looks like. A talking cat looks like it's filmed on like a home video recorder. Okay. Mm-hmm. A talking cat had a one million dollar budget, and it looks like it was made. It was like a student's home movie. Okay. Okay. So I completely believe that one because he said like. Saw was made for a million dollars, and Saw looks like a real professional movie. And Saw was also like a student project. That was a project movie, essentially, was it wasn't really? it? And Saw was like, I'll look that up. You okay. keep going. Yeah. But, uh, mm-hmm. that, yeah, if it's a student. The, the actor, um, Eric Roberts, that played the voice of the talking cat, apparently recorded his part in around 15 minutes or so and did it over the phone. What? For a talking cat. He, he did the voice recording in about 15 minutes. Uh-huh. And apparently it was also over the phone. Like oh, he, my God. He got such a bag. Like, he, he just... They were like, hey, can you just, like, whatever. Yeah, sure. Um, What else is there? Uh, so what happened with Saw real quick? It was written in 2001, and they couldn't get it uh, picked up in Australia, which mm-hmm. is where uh, one of the people who worked on the film... That makes sense, because Australia is very strict on their media. So what they did was they went to L.A., 
and they made a low budget short film of uh, like a part of Saw, like a scene. Yeah. And that was what got the actual movie the budget. And they made the movie in 18 days. They shot it in 18 days. That's crazy. Yeah. It's also James Wan, so. Oh, yeah. Shout out James Wan. He's a good director. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's, yeah, so if you have a low budget, you can make a pretty good movie. Oh, yeah, you, you got, can. Like, yeah. If, if you know how to use it. Yeah. No, you use it. Uh, here's something that's actually true, apparently. Uh, wasn't there a producer charged with money laundering through the Wolf of Wall Street? Which is very appropriate. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yep. It was financed with money stolen from the Malaysian government. What the fuck? It was financed through a company called Red Granite Pictures, which had fun from the 1MDB scandal. I don't know what that was. Even DiCaprio was called in to testify it. One of the main guys accused, Joe Lowe, is still a fugitive. So that Wolf of Wall Street being money laundering to an extent, that's amazing. It's actually part. Yeah, uh, Scorsese actually wrote that in that we were going to money launder for the movie. Yeah. Um, most of these sound like what you'd expect. They're just like ridiculously bad movies. Yeah. One guy says movie forty three, but <laughs> someone said he's like, I just guarantee someone had just major blackmail on all the actors that showed up for movie forty three. Which I yeah probably movie forty three. You and Danny have watched it. Yeah, it's awful. It's one. It's How did terrible. you guys get to that point? And that's Danny wants to watch it. Danny wants to watch Why? it. Why? Because he watched it before and he said, "Aiden, let's watch movie 43. And I said, Wait, "All right." He watched it twice. He's watched it multiple times, sir. Probably more than twice. Do you want to go get him and ask him why? I. Why don't you? <laughs> Do you want me to go get him? Yeah. Wait, pause the recording while I go get him, though, okay. so this doesn't run long. Okay. Wait. Right. We're gonna go. We'll see be him. back in one sec. All right. We brought in our other roommate, Danny, who was the one that made me watch movie 43. So, Danny. Why did you watch movie 43 a first time? Uh, because my friend Jackson back in high school wanted to watch it, and I, I didn't know anything about it, so I was like, okay, sure. As a high schooler, what did you think? I mean, as a dumb high schooler, I thought, I thought if you just look at the clips in isolation, they were kind of, you know, they were solid. There, there were some good moments, but, okay. you know, if you try to look at the whole thing as an actual movie, you know. It's yes. not a film. It's not, not a film, a film no. <laughs> and then in college, you made me watch it. Yes. And there's like one or two, I, I like, I'll say there's like one or two sketches well, that are not bad. I wanted to share the pain. Adrian. Yeah, I could tell. There's one or two sketches that genuinely are kind well, of fun. Well, the question I want to ask you real quick, and then we'll end, is, so we were talking about Two Hearts, and then I went into movies that are clearly just money laundering schemes. Yeah. Do you think Movie 43 is a money laundering scheme? I don't think they made much money off of that movie. Yeah. But no, you don't need to. For you just have like you have like a budget of like twenty million. Oh, I see. I see. And you're purposely money in the budget. Yeah, you're purposely not spending. Well, I, I don't think much of that money went into the movie. So here's what I'll say: I don't think movie four through was actually money laundering. You want to know? I think it the was. The stars were expensive, probably right for the well, cast. Yes, but so a lot of times, actors and actresses they'll set they'll sign on to movies and they'll sign on for like a three movie deal with the studio. Okay, so they might be like, okay. I'm going to do three movies with Paramount. Movie 43? I have no idea. Okay, let's see the um, So say like it's Paramount or something, okay? Right. So it's like I'm signing with Paramount to do three movies with them because they have this property that I want to do a movie for. But they say like, um, okay, if you do this movie, you also have to do two other ones by like that we give you oh, I see. by way of our contract. Movie 43 is definitely a movie that was being made. They're like, we don't know what we're going to do with this. Let's take a lot. I feel like yeah, I, it I, was I, I, start. This I feel like it happened. Started with a few of them being like, okay, you're on contract with Relativity us. Media and Virgin Produced, which is like Virgin Mobile's production arm. What? Are you kidding me? <laughs> that's the Virgin Mobile, like, that's how they write their thing, isn't that? Yeah. yeah that, that's Virgin Mobile. Let me see if it's, like, got a, like, larger company behind it real quick. Hang on. 
Um, or did they just steal the the version part? Production company Rogue Entertainment. Is that some films? I think we found the scheme, boys. Well, Rogue has done real movies like Shaun of the Dead. It's a good movie yeah. too, actually. MacGruber was a movie. It wasn't a good one, but it was a movie. Uh, that's so weird. Yeah. Um. Okay. Either way. So I was thinking, like, it might be that type of thing where, like, oh, they signed on like a few of these actors to do contracts to do other. And they're movies. like, you're doing this, and movie. then <laughs> you like say like with like um. Hugh Jackman, Kate Winslet's like, I've always wanted to work with you. You know, I'll do the movie because I like want to like you know work with Hugh. And Who wouldn't want to work with Hugh? Yeah, and then like same thing happens. He with, was like, dynamite in two thousand. Exactly, like someone's like, oh, I always want to work with Emma Stone. I'll sign on. I always want to work on work with uh, Anna Faris. I sign on. Whatever you know. So it's that type of thing. That's how I. That's the only explanation I could come up with how that happened. But I do not think that was money laundering. I thought you said blackmail. You also... Well, that's this one guy says like it was blackmail. It has to be. <laughs> Yeah. Well, thank you for coming in, Danny. The, uh, yeah. the balls on Hugh Jackman's face were his actual balls. Well, yes, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's in the movie. He has balls on his chin. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm so tired. I'm so tired of two hearts, which is absolutely <laughs> psychotic. <laughs> You're you need to listen to this episode, because you will actually... The movie is made well, by I'm a excited. sociopath. I'm, I'm convinced. Yeah. I'm excited for Two Hearts Part 2. Well, thank you for, thank you for being excited. And I think... Do you want? Do you think that's? We'll wrap it up here. We'll then? wrap it up here. Nothing else happened this week, but two nothing parts. happened. Yep. And unfortunately, Danny, nothing happened in America this week, right? I I, I can't think of anything. I'm, I'm just waiting for two hearts. Excellent. Great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. See. Stay crazy, peace.